Hello, listeners. We have come to the end of season two of the Empowerment Zone. This has been an incredible season of amazing episodes. To top it all off, I'm delighted to end the season with some very special guests who are indeed a treat. We are less than 100 days to the midterm elections, and now is the time to encourage Americans all over the world to cast their vote. Today, I am talking to representatives of the Democrats Abroad Global Youth Caucus, who are passionate about encouraging young people to be involved in the political process. Welcome to the Empowerment Zone with Ramona Houston, where we zone in on black and brown relations and our journey to empowering our communities. Born on the 4th of July in Columbus, Ohio, Jose Miguel Madrigal Hidalgo lives in Costa Rica and serves as chair of the Global Youth Caucus. If there is something that makes Miguel tick, it is politics. He became involved with the Democrats abroad the day he turned 18 years old. Since then, he has registered hundreds of overseas voters, volunteered at voting centers during the 2016 and 2020 global presidential primaries, served as a delegate to the 2020 Democratic National Convention, and worked as a canvasser in Georgia to help Democrats win. You will witness Miguel's passion in our conversation. Shuri Bakandraman serves as vice chair of the Global Youth Caucus and lives in India. She is a passionate undergraduate student who spent the summer working for Sharaj Patel for Congress campaign for New York 12. Shuri studies international relations at law in India and volunteers for Democrats abroad. Justin Hart is a liberal arts and humanities stud student living in the beautiful city of Prague, Czech Republic. Originally from Michigan, he has been heavily involved in statewide and national politics since 2016. Justin was a digital finance intern on Hillary Schlotten's campaign in West Michigan, in addition to jo jointly supporting Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders' presidential campaigns in the Democrats' abroad primary. Welcome to the Empowerment Zone. Today, we're talking to representatives of Democrats Abroad Youth Caucus. And today, our guests are Miguel Madrigal, Justin Hart, and Shruti Venkatraman. And we're so excited uh, to have them here. They live in all parts of the world and they're here to discuss Democrats abroad and all the great work uh, they are doing all over the world to get U.S. citizens engaged in the civic and political process. So um, could each of you introduce yourself in the order that I stated your name, Miguel, Justin, and Shruti? Can you tell us uh, where you live, what your positions are in the Democrats abroad, and why you chose to uh, be involved in this organization. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us, Ramona. It's an honor for Democrats, for the Democrats Abroad Youth Caucus to be in the empowerment zone. What a podcast and what a host. So um, first of all, my name is Jose Miguel Madrigal. 
I am 27 years old. I live in Costa Rica. I'm originally from Columbus, Ohio. Go Buckeyes, of course. Um, and I was born, by the way, on the 4th of July. So I just turned 27. Happy birthday. Um, thank you. Thank you so much, Ramona. Um, so I am currently the chair of the Democrats Abroad Youth Caucus. And I joined Democrats Abroad on my 18th birthday. I've been, I haven't been uh, just in love with politics since, uh, what was it, seventh grade, eighth grade? So I've been, I, I followed the 2008 primary uh, when I was 13. My social studies teachers were having just a time of their life having this 13 year old supporting Hillary Clinton in the 2008 <laughs> primary. Um, none of my other classmates would even care about politics. And this passion went over the years. Uh, in 2000, 2012, during the uh, election, I actually wanted to join Democrats abroad, but I could not join because I was still 17. <laughs> so, which, you know, uh, I, had to, I had to wait a whole year to become fully involved. Um, and in my time with, in, in Democrats abroad, I've, I've, I've done so much. I've registered hundreds of hundreds of voters in Costa Rica using our, uh, the official website, votefromabroad.org. Um, well, in 2020, I was a delegate to the, to the national convention. I represented Joe Biden. Um, and in 2021, in tw and I went all the way to Atlanta, Georgia, to door knock on behalf of the uh, Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff campaigns. So that's that's a little gist of who I am. Uh, let's do popcorn and I'll pass it to uh, Justin. Go ahead. Sure, I like popcorn, Miguel. So uh, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hello, uh, Ramona. Hello, listeners. Uh, that's right. My name is Justin. I'm a, a 22 year old liberal arts and humanities student. So that includes history, anthropology, sociology, pretty much all of the ologies, right, <laughs> within academia. Um, so it's, you know, very, very, very diverse, you know, loving what I do, uh, in the Czech Republic at Charles University uh, in Prague. Um, if you haven't been, would definitely recommend a visit. It's a beautiful city and it's easy to navigate, uh, great public transport. But um, yeah, like Miguel, um, you know, uh, being involved, uh, trying to make a difference has uh, always uh, been something that I've been very passionate about. Um, I don't know if I had really any political opinion back in 2008, Miguel. I was eight years old at the time, so <laughs> I can't really speak to that, but my parents did vote for Obama. Um, so let, let's say that I was an Obama supporter. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I uh, just really wanted to get involved in Democrats Abroad. Um, you know, uh, I, or I, I have been wanting to get involved in Democrats Abroad for a while. Uh, back in 2017, when I was a junior in high school, I. Uh, helped found uh, Democrats Abroad Morocco. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, this is after a long time interest in the organization and wanting to get involved uh, before becoming um, Elizabeth Warren's uh, international um, volunteer coordinator um, in, 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 you know, for the 2019, 2020 election cycle. So um, yeah, that's it. I'm coming at you from Michigan right now, actually I'm gonna return to the Czech Republic in 15 days. I'm uh, helping out on Hillary Skelton's campaign in West Michigan, uh, which is a battleground district. Politico just listed it as uh, one of, I think the top five or top 10 most important races uh, the Democrats will need to win in order to, to keep the house. So um, it's excited uh, or it's exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm energized and uh, I think that's it. I'll popcorn to you, Shruti. <laughs>
munching on this awesome popcorn. Um, hello, hello, <laughs> everyone. My name is Shruti. I'm 20 years old. Uh, like Justin, I'm also a liberal arts student. I study at the Symbiosis School for Liberal Arts in Pune. Um, so I live in Bangalore, India, and I'm a registered voter in Seattle. So um, one end of the world to one end of the world. It's pretty fun. My interest um, in politics sort of stemmed uh, from the 2020 election. I have, I've been following American politics um, since the age of eight to 10, like everyone else on this call. But for me, sort of just that at the height of the pandemic, uh, having to navigate getting my ballot and voting, no one could help me with that process at the time because my parents aren't citizens. So I sort of had to do it on my own and sort of figure out um, how to do it, make sure that it's going to be valid, um, all of that good stuff. And through that process, I got really inspired and I wanted to keep that passion going. And by luck, I found Democrats Abroad. And once I found it, I I just got bit by the bug and I I, I just kept going. So um, I'm currently the vice chair of the Democrats Abroad Youth Caucus, which is such a great privilege. Um, I'm currently in New York working for the Suraj Patel campaign for NY12. He's running against Karen Maloney and Jerry Nadler. So it's a very fun race. This hasn't happened in a hundred years where two congressmen are fighting it out with an uprising. So um, for me, it's sort of been such an amazing experience to sort of uh, be on the ground going door knocking, going canvassing, talking to voters in person, phone banking. So um, I think my skill set has sort of developed so much more over the past two years. Um, my perspective on voting and democracy and sort of the idea of the youth vote has sort of definitely broadened and um, I'm so happy to be here. Wow, it is so good to have you, Miguel, Justin and Shruti uh, on the Empowerment Zone. Uh, you living all over the world, Costa Rica, Prague, India, um, and coming back to the finding time in your busy schedules to not only do uh, work with Democrats abroad, but to come back um, to the U.S. to engage in uh, the campaigns that are going on uh, right now. Uh, by the way, I am a classmate of Senator Raphael Warnock. He and I were freshmen uh, together and have uh, have known each other since we were freshman, um, my attending Clark Atlanta University and he at Morehouse College and those two institutions are historically black colleges and universities and they're right across uh, the street from each other. So it's good to see that you all have this passion and gain this passion at such an early uh, age to be engaged in uh, the political process. Shruti, what advice would you have for young people? Why would you, how can you, we do more to encourage young people uh, to be involved in um, uh, Democrats as well as just in the political process because a lot of young people, you, you really have to make the argument, right? And, and not just young people, even uh, older people, some people just sitting on the sidelines. What arguments would you have, Shruti, to encourage people to be more involved in the political process? So I think for me, over the past two years, um, over the past couple of years, we've seen a lot of people become disheartened with the political process, with everything that's going on, um, that sort of declining wave of people 
wanting to put the effort in the process. So I definitely do agree with you on that. When I would make the argument to someone and say, look, um, it's not about talking about um, politics is something far away from you and you're on one side. We're all a community, we're all a society, you have to be part of it, you have to participate in it. If you wanna uh, improve the community, if you wanna see that betterment and see that progress, then you as well have to sort of do that individual effort and put in the work, do your part to make it better. And doing your part is, is a lot, but it's something simple as voting. It takes, five minutes to go to the polls and participate in the democratic process and say, okay, you know what, I'm going to vote for this candidate and that candidate is going to sort of go for this policy and that's going to make a difference. And that's the argument that I would make to someone who says, you know what, I'm disheartened by what I'm seeing and I just don't, I don't have the energy to, to want to vote. But to look on the positive side, which is when you follow, when you follow an election, um, even right now, when you follow a primary election and there are different candidates and you see different policies, you sort of do get encouraged by seeing different perspectives and different parts to something, to an issue and sort of taking that deep dive and thinking two years from now, um, this state is going to be, it's going to look a totally different way because of this one policy. So I think making the case to someone is as simple and say, as saying, your community matters, you matter, you should vote. Thank you so much, Ruthie. That makes so much sense that we're all a part of the, like, uh, of the community, whether we're talking about the local community or the global community. And since we're all a part of community, we must be engaged and we must be involved. Thank you so much, Ruthie. So Justin, um, once we convince young, young people to become engaged, what suggestion would you have for how they should become engaged? What can young people do more of to contribute uh, to the uh, political and civic process? I love this question. Um, and well, you could follow uh, Miguel and I, well, the, the three of us uh, and physically travel back, right? To help on campaigns, uh, help individuals, um, you know, win their elections uh, in battleground districts. Um, or you could help from abroad. You know, I was uh, a finance intern um, for Hillary Scolton's campaign in 2019 and 2020, that election cycle, uh, for I think it was six or seven months, and I did everything remotely, you know. Um, so it's easy. I think people need to remember that in the digital age, right, when we have this thing called the internet, it is very easy uh, to get uh, engaged, you know. Um, going back to 2020, I also uh, organized uh, uh, phone banks uh, for, for progressive candidates, uh, including Elizabeth Warren and Senator Bernie Sanders. Uh, I also um, did some phone banking for Rashida Tlaib uh, in, in uh, uh, East Michigan, uh, the Detroit area. So um, yeah, just, just get involved, talk to the right people and Democrats abroad, um, you know, follow that link, go to vote from abroad, um, you know, in, in order to request your ballot. Um, and uh, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> and of course, uh, Come join the Youth Caucus. You know, uh, we schedule uh, uh, events uh, to help uh, voters get engaged, uh, and it's also a great community. You know, you can you can meet uh, fellow Democrats um, from across the seas, from across the oceans, uh, to to help um, again build build a movement from abroad. Um, so that's it.
Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Justin. You make it easy to be engaged, right? We don't have to be somewhere personally, right? Because we live in uh, on the internet and you can become involved so many different ways digitally. Uh, you can participate in phone banks. Of course, you must vote. And then there's always the opportunity to join uh, Democrats Abroad Youth Caucus. Thank you so much, Justin, for those uh, suggestions. So to our chair, Miguel, uh, since you are chair, what is your vision uh, for Democrats Abroad Youth Caucus? What, what do you plan, what do you want the organization uh, to accomplish this year? Well, first of all, let's remind every, our viewers, our listeners, that democracy has no borders. Wherever you live, you could even live all the way onto Antarctica. Every, your voice, your vote matters. And it matters so, so much. And this is why we need a, uh, the Youth Caucus. Um, youth voters typically are one of the most underrepresented voters in, you know, representation-wise, you know, in Congress, and also at the polls. So we want to bring to the forefront youth issues and issues that affect our directly uh, people that are who are between the ages of 18 to 35. So um, the Youth Caucus is here to have your voice and make, make sure it's listened by our representatives, our elected officers in Washington and in your state capital. So uh, for, for example, the Youth Caucus this year has had, has had so many events online, of course, um, to make sure you know, youth voices are heard. In January, we had an event regarding student loan debt and workers' rights. Um, last month, we had a, an event on gun control. For, later this month, we will have a debate club, which everybody here is invited to. Uh, where we, you know, practice our debating skills and, you know, when you're going back to Thanksgiving and, and talking politics <laughs> with your Republican <laughs> uncle, you have, you will have that skill set if you attend the debate club. So the Youth Caucus is also the, the welcome mat for any young new member of Democrats abroad, right? You want, of course, you want to hang out with people who are your age, right? Uh, in, for example, in Democrats abroad, Costa Rica, half of our membership is over the age of 65. So I'm the, for example, the, the lone young Hispanic within Democrats Abroad Costa Rica. And the Youth Caucus gives me an opportunity to talk to people who are in my age group, who are living through the same things that I'm living through, and who are also as passionate as politics as I am. So the Youth Caucus is basically here to welcome you, to keep you engaged, and of course, that you vote. Um, I, I, again, uh, to vote, to write, request your absentee ballot, go to votefromabroad.org. Thank you, votefromabroad.org. So you can request your absentee ballot. So you talked about, Miguel, the importance of your vote and that, that your vote, vote matters. And that in democracy, there are no borders. Just because you live outside of the United States doesn't mean that you can't be involved in the democratic process. So as chair, have you, what, what is the legacy you would like Democrats Abroad Youth 
caucus to make uh, as you are chair under your leadership so that when you leave the caucus is different? What, what is your vision? Well, you know, I so years in the future, I want this caucus because forget about me, I'm just a foot soldier. I'm just a happy soldier who's there knocking on doors, making phone calls, making sure everybody votes. But the, 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 my vision is to make sure that everyone, regardless of your uh, zip code, regardless of where you live, you can have a place to talk to your fellow uh, young people. And I honestly, I do think we want to be on the legacy of the youth caucus in the future will be that we, we made a difference in each and every single election we can. So we want to be there to make sure that our, the young voices are heard. That's our number one goal. That's our number one focus to make sure your voice, your young voice, I don't, I don't know if you're 18 or 35 or whatever, whatever your age is, your voice will be heard. And we make sure Democrats uh, win this November and of course, in the all important presidential election of 2024. That's what I hope too. <laughs> so, so Justin, um, as you're out canvassing and uh, working abroad in the Democrats Abroad Youth Caucus, what have you found to be the most um, important issues uh, among young people abroad? Again, that's another fantastic question. Um, and oh gosh, I mean, I, I wish I had a list in front of me. You know, <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, there there are you know issues that are that are well known uh, or or that 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 have been you know chronicled right uh, in our you know in our in our age bra bracket right our demographic. Um, but yeah, right. Just you know, when I when I'm talking to American expats right on the streets of Prague, uh, when I'm speaking to fellow Democrats abroad youth members. Um, gosh, you know, the, the top three issues are probably climate change. You know, climate change is affecting everyone, right? Uh, not just, um, you know, Americans at home, but that, that this is, of, cor uh, of course, a global issue. Um, you know, Americans in, uh, you know, the Marshall Islands, as an example, uh, just had, um, or excuse me, let me back up. The, the Marshall Islands, you know, uh, uh, the World Bank threatened to, uh, revoke uh, their status as a nation, right? Marshall Islands status as a nation. Um, so it's a pressing issue. It's an issue that um, you know youths have been drawing attention to uh, for 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 decades. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, that's that's that that's certainly um, uh, energizing a lot of uh, youth activism abroad. Um, student loan debt, you know, student loan debt. Even though uh, most people uh, who have student loans are in the United States, that certainly does affect um, those living abroad as well. People who are getting master's degrees uh, in Europe, um, you know, and, 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 and doctorates, of course, are also affected by student loans. So that comes up a lot. Um, and you know what? Gun control. Uh, and, uh, you know, a, a again, decades long uh, pandemic, right? Um, that, that the US has been experiencing for, for, for a while. I'm being redundant now, but yeah, so, so that's probably it. You know, I would say that those are, those are the top three. So climate change, student loan debt, and, uh, and gun violence, gun control in the United States. Yeah. And that just shows that um, these three issues are connected to the wider issues of society. You know, that many are, most of us are concerned 
about these uh, three issues. So really you don't differ too much from the wider population when you come to it because uh, student loan debt really affects adults too because uh, they have to take out loans on behalf of their children. So uh, in order to fund their educations. So um, it's good to know that what you've heard abroad, these are the, the top issues. Shruti, um, as you know, communication is key. It is key to, to the political process and key to success. So how do you think um, public servants need to talk to youth to get them involved and get them to support uh, their candidacies? Great question. Um, I love this. Like you said, I do agree communication is key. When you talk about public servants talking to youth, um, I've seen it right now because like you said, I'm door knocking, I'm canvassing, I'm talking to voters on the street and I sort of see um, young voters pass by and I'm like, you can make a difference. And I have to sort of um, pitch it to them and say, no, 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 you can't wait till 2024, you have to vote now, right? And it's sort of that, I would say now, you can't wait two years or six months or next time, it has to be right now, it has to be this election, this thing. That's what I would start with, one. Two is in terms of your vote matters, I would start off with um, a question that I ask people, which is what issue is most important to you? So if someone says abortion rights is very important to me, and I would say, well, that's great because that's on the ballot. So if this candidate, it could be anything, um, whether it's uh, a primary or a presidential election, the issue that matters to you is the issue that's on the ballot. And it's as simple as that. So if you vote, you're voting not just for the candidate, you're voting for the issue and you're voting for yourself. So sometimes people are thinking, hey, I'm supporting the candidate. You're also supporting yourself. You're supporting the issue. You're supporting progress. You're supporting prog democracy. It's, it's a very easy um, jump from one to one to one. And I think that um, when you talk about communication, it's also important to be um, sort of um, keep that space, be slow, be loud, be um, give it that time for them to digest what we're hearing and be able to give them the time to sort of sit with them and be able to answer any questions that they have. Because um, I feel like maybe young voters, what, how they get their information is through social media. So, um, and the attention span is um, literally 0.1 seconds. So um, a lot of time when we put stuff out on social media, it has to be very fast and very uh, get their attention. But when you talk to them on person, it's very different. It has to be very slow. You have to give them the information. They have to digest the information. Then they have to come up with questions. And so I would say that online and offline are two different things when you're talking to a voter. And especially when you're talking to someone young, it's a different ballgame. Because um, I would say that there's a difference between how young people take in information now is that they're like, oh, I can make a difference. Oh, this is important. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, how can I do this? And it's easy for young people to be like, okay, cool. I do. I want to learn more. I want to do more. How can I help? And that's sort of our instant reaction. It's, it's sort of like, um, um, you know, when you see little children and they just want to learn and they want to they want to do stuff. We we still have that energy. We have that love of learning. It's it's instinct. So our job is to sort of keep that instinct there 
and motivate it and let it grow. I love it, Shruti. Uh, express the nowness, <laughs> the urgency of being involved politically. It's not, we can't wait till, uh, until 2024. We have to be engaged now. Uh, uh, elected officials, public servants should ask young people what issues are important to them and then turn that around and show them how those issues are on the ballot right now. Also understand the difference between offline and online communication. They're totally different. Speak fast online, talk slow offline. <laughs> I love it. And lastly, to engage their energy. This is great advice, Ruthie, uh, Shruti, for all of those uh, candidates out there who are working on behalf of the Democrats and the greater good. Uh, Take that great advice from Shruti. So the last uh, question I would uh, like to ask um, the entire group, and we'll just go around beginning with Justin, then Shruti, then our chair, uh, Miguel. Um, what is it, how, how do you want to engage youth around the world in uh, Democrats abroad? How to speak to them personally and pull them in and let them know why they should be involved in Democrats abroad and why they should, for those who are in the United States, why they should be involved in the Democratic Party. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, um, gosh, I mean, I think in 2016, uh, everyone uh, had a wake up call. And that's not just exclusive to Americans, that, that was also very much the uh, case for the global community. Um, and I view every election, uh, while this threat is still looming, as critical, you know, uh, to making sure that we can still live in a country, you know, that we that we respect and have confidence in, um, you know, a country that respects uh, a woman's right to choose, <laughs> you know. Um, and we fight for it, we express that, through our votes and through our energy, as Ruthie mentioned, you know, we use have a lot of energy. We we have the opportunity to to, to channel that energy um, towards you know fighting the good fight. Um, so yeah, I mean, for 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 those abroad, um, like I mentioned, you know, it's a it's about getting involved uh, in local campaigns and in international campaigns. You know, calling voters, reminding them to get their ballot. Um, you know, whatever time you can devote to the cause is time well spent and is important. You know, people might say, oh, making one or two calls, you know, doesn't make much of a difference, but it does. That's two votes in incredibly uh, close elections. Um, so your vote matters and your time matters and your energy matters. Um, and for Americans back home, it's important to understand that, you know, uh, the US, regardless of what decision we make, um, there is a ripple effect. Uh, there is a ripple effect that affects the entire globe. Uh, that certainly affects, uh, you know, the Czech Republic. Um, but, you know, uh, our policies will affect, uh, again, the Marshall Islands, like I referenced, right, which is sinking, uh, which is experiencing a catastrophe. So, um, yeah, it's important to remember that there's a world out there and um, get involved. Yeah, but <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Justin. Shruti? Okay, so um, if you're living abroad and you're an American citizen, I'm gonna be real with you, okay? 
there's this magical feeling when you vote, okay? When you tick that ballot um, and when you send it in, when you talk to someone on a call who's passionate like we are about democracy, about voting, about making that difference in the political process, okay? It's magic, okay? It's, it's so great to sort of a phone bank or postcard or canvas to talk to voters and see sort of that light and that switch when they also participate in the process. So what we do is sort of like a wave of democracy, okay, for young people, okay, where we help them vote and they help other people vote and it's empowering everyone, it's motivating everyone, it's everyone's engaging in the community, everyone's participating in society and that's magic, okay? So if, if you're living abroad, okay, and you wanna vote, you can, and you wanna be part of that magic, you can, and it's amazing. What I would say is also that, like Justin said, um, what happens in America has a ripple effect everywhere. And to be part of the Democratic Party is to sort of be in that fight to say, no, this is what we need right now. We need abortion rights, we need gun control, we need climate change, we need um, student debt to go away. We need what we need. And to be part of, to be on the front lines of that fight is for young people as well. We need to be part of that fight. You need to be part of that fight. So that's where I'll end it. But there's a magic in it. You should be part of it. Thank you, Shruti. Chair Miguel? Yes. Well, everything is on the ballot this year. Everything. Everything. Um, I was reflecting the other day on the Uvalde shooting, right? Um, and back in 2012, when we had the Sandy Hook shooting, uh, my cousin, uh, Tristan, who lives in Houston, by the way, um, you know, he was, my, 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 my cousin was only five years old. And this is the age where these kids were shot. And now we come back, we come to 2022. Nothing has been done. And his brother, uh, my, uh, my uh, cousin Axel, which, by the way, today is his birthday. He's turning uh, seven years old today. Uh, he is the age of the children who were killed in Uvalde. I want this to stop. And I have the power to, do, to make it go away by voting. Your voice, your vote matters. And if this year, if we hold on to the US House and we get two extra senators, change will happen. The United States will change in such a dramatic and fundamental way for progress, for all the things that need to be done will happen if we vote. So to my friends living abroad, let's do our job. Let's make this happen. Let's make this happen. Um, and again, uh, if you live abroad, go to www.votefromabroad.org. Request your absentee ballot. Everything is on that website. And make sure your voice is heard. Let's change the United States, people. Let's, we can do it. Thank you so much. Democrats abroad, make sure you join the organization. Join Democrats abroad and be a part of the change in the United States, which has a ripple effect, as Justin stated, all over the world. So now we've come to our college strategies portion of our interview. And I would like each of you, uh, beginning with Shruti, 
uh, then to Justin, then to uh, Chair Miguel, to tell us uh, what strategy you would give for college success in less than one minute. Thank you. Okay, um, one minute. I'm uh, going into my third year right now. So I think best advice college students is time management. Um, make a game plan, see it through. Um, don't sort of waste time with trying to go around. Try to figure out what's the, what's the best use of my time. Um, what's my priorities? Make a plan and see it through. That's it. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Shruti. Um, time management is so important to college success since you are taking so many classes and then you have not only what's going on inside the classroom but what's going on outside of the classroom if you're engaged in co-curricular and extracurricular activities you have to figure out how to manage your time between uh, your academics and your uh, participation in other campus organizations thank you truly time management justin you know, I want to jump on that last part that you mentioned. Yes, extracurricular activities. Uh, that's honestly how I've gotten through uh, college. I, I too am entering my third year now, third and final year in Europe, we only have three years. Uh, would recommend if you're a you know high school student about to graduate, come to Europe. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, you know, about having those conversations outside of class, um, you know, through debate clubs. Um, in high school, uh, I was a part of Modern United Nations, uh, my university, uh, didn't have a club, so I started one, you know. Uh, for me, it's about building those spaces uh, that you need um, in order to, uh, you know, help you uh, in your in your uh, official studies, right? So yeah, it, it's about making those connections, having those conversations out of class. Uh, and I think that's just critical um, in order to achieve, you know, academic success. Um, at least that's, that's the case with me. So yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> Justin, that's great advice. So much of the learning process while you're on college occurs not only inside the classroom, but outside of the classroom. As you stated, those conversations that you have with your peers, as well as your professors, and then those organizations that you participate in do so much to develop your mind gifts and talents. And even when one, one um, uh, activity doesn't exist, that you really enjoy doing, you can create it as Justin did with creating the uh, Model UN, Model United Nations uh, organization on his campus. I also participated in Model UN conference when I was uh, an undergraduate student. So thank you so much for um, that suggestion, Justin. Now on to Chair Miguel, what advice would you give for college success? There's an old saying that goes, party as much as you study, but study <laughs> as long as you can. Um, that's, that would be my advice, right? Uh, we are human beings. We are, we are not robots. Um, social aspect in college is really important. It's really important. That's where you build connections. That's where you build your friend circle. And I, I honestly believe that that's something really important, in, in, not only in college, but in life. Um, but the second part of that, that saying, start study as much as you can that's so important. Manage your time wisely. If you're not understanding, go to your college professor. They're, they're your friend. They won't eat you alive. So uh, they, they, uh, go to, go to um, their office hours, ask the questions you need to, be, you need to ask. Uh, and, just, and if you have friends, of course, have a study group. 
we always learn better in groups than uh, by ourselves. So I have a study group that made me get straight A's uh, in one of my, in two of my classes. So having a, a committed group of friends who are studying the same would also help. Love that advice too. Uh, party as much as you study and study as much as you can. I've never heard that old advice from a young person. <laughs> and make sure you visit your professors engage, uh, and participate in group learning. Thank you so much, Truthy, Justin, and Miguel. A special thank you to the incredible team of the Empowerment Zone. Terry Gully, theme song, NADWORKS, digital support, and of course, our featured guest. Wasn't that a great episode? What a way to end season two. We are now taking a short break, but don't you worry. We will return soon with some great guests and topics as always. Make sure to join us for season three, which begins in October. As always, thank you for listening to and supporting the Empowerment Zone podcast. I appreciate all of my listeners and supporters.